So I'm reading through some old Dan Kennedy newsletters. This one's from 2010, and there's a few things that stand out here for me. I wanted to point them out here for you this morning on a Sunday morning doing my usual thing, and it's even more souped up this morning because it's raining and it's going to rain all day. So that brings me inward to the work of theashflash.com and inspiring you and remember, helping you cultivate the slight edge. You never know. At any given moment, we're going to find something here that changes the trajectory of your life, business, and career in an instant. Some entrepreneurs are afraid of market niches because they are afraid of locking themselves out of potential business. As a startup, however, you are trying to start a fire with matches, not flamethrowers. This is the holy grail of marketing. Concentrate on providing a unique product or service that is extremely valuable and important to a unique customer. That's a quote, a quote from Guy Kawasaki from Rich Dad, Poor Dad series. And then there's a comment from Dan right after that. It is not enough for a business to be about something. It must be for somebody. And if it is for everybody, it is of keen interest to nobody. It is so easy to get caught up in that and think you want to cast a wide net so that you can capture all potential buyers and interested prospects in your marketplace. But that is not, absolutely not, the way you want to go about this. You constantly want to be working smarter, not harder. You need to work hard, don't get me wrong, but you need to work smart. And especially in today's marketplace, you need to work smart. And so then there's another, and, and this is why, because especially in today's marketplace, and I'll link to this um, if I can find it, and if I don't get a chance or I don't have time, remember, anything that I ever refer to in this podcast or on theashflash.com that you don't find inside that post, if I reference it, just send me a note and I'll get it to you, please. I can't do everything. I'm one guy, I'm one guy trying to do all the work of my day job and all the work of all my passions here on theashflash.com and beyond. So keep all that in mind. If you're missing a resource that I referenced to, just send me a note. Now, in conjunction with serving a very specific niche of individuals who have a problem that you can solve with your product or service, in addition to that, and especially in today's marketplace, and what I was talking about was I did a post and a podcast recently about the opportunity you have in today's marketplace post-pandemic where the customer is being forgotten, the details are being forgotten, and if not forgotten, ignored in lieu of the greatest challenge everybody has right now of finding and recruiting great employees who want to work harder. Where have all the workers gone? That's another larger piece of content I'm working on, but Look around you, and I'm sure you've experienced this in most of the businesses that you frequent on a regular basis. Are you disappointed? Is the place a little dirty? Is it in need of a little more care? Because in addition to serving your niche market, you've got to make sure that you are serving your customers in unique and powerful ways, or they are going to leave you. I have been noticing this for months now at the gym that I frequent where I go to the pool. I go to a couple different gyms, one much better and much cleaner than the other one. Unfortunately, it's a little farther away. Otherwise, I might and probably would be close to being done with this other gym, but it's closer. 
And I do like, I love their pool. And when I get there in the morning, it's an amazing experience with the way the sun comes through the windows. But this is my point. I'm wondering, when is the last time they actually cleaned the darn windows in the pool area? They're filthy. It affects my experience every single day. And in combination with how long it takes them to replace the dirty shower curtains in the gym, to vacuum the carpets in the locker room, to do all of the little things that add up to an amazing experience when you go to the gym every single day like I do, I'm wondering what's going on there. And here's another quote from this same newsletter from Dan Kennedy, another little, uh, not just a quote, but a little sequence here. I'm going to read some of it to you uh, because this was back in 2010 when we were just coming out of the recession, the Great Recession, when I had almost lost everything myself. And so Dan was talking a lot about the new economy. And here's what he called, at least at this time in this newsletter, his number one reality for the new economy. Beat up, grumpier, more critical consumers, less likely to return to be disappointed. He's talking about some of the same things I'm talking about, about how he went out to dinner and he was just sort of disappointed with, you know, it, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't great. It was just good. It's that whole getting from good to great and not taking your customers for granted. Because as he was saying in this dinner he went out to, there, was, there wasn't anything wrong. There just wasn't anything noteworthy or exceptional either. And since there are a whole lot of other restaurants to choose from, they probably just won't go back there again. Now, in my case, I don't really have another gym to choose from. But I do have one that's a little farther away, and I find myself going there more often. Not a good sign. And as I said, this is Dan's number one reality of the new economy. This is what I'm calling my number one reality of the current post-pandemic economy, is you see this everywhere. And I'm, people are done with the excuses. They don't want to hear it anymore. They want it to be corrected. These beat-up, crumpier, more critical consumers are less likely to return to be disappointed. This is made worse if your marketing is good because your marketing creates high expectations and all of this can take its toll. And when you don't deliver, that's a big miss for a, for a business, a small business in particular. And slowly, over time, rot can take its toll. If you are permitting customer disappointment, even if at the moment you're making plenty of money and things seem okay, noticing little leaks in the corners, but shrugging them off because you seem to be sailing along with no problems, you are headed toward disaster. Because as, as I said in my previous podcast about this, you have a unique opportunity right now to set yourself apart. Great businesses, great business owners, great entrepreneurs will find and are finding as we speak ways to do this. And if you're ignoring these little things and making excuses for what's going on, you are headed toward disaster. Do not ignore the small things like a clean set of windows. I am, and, and this is just one of so many examples I could use, but I tend to go back to this one because for a significant period of time in his life, my late father had a window cleaning business and he had a lot of regular, very happy customers. In fact, he used to clean the windows for Ray Kroc, former owner of McDonald's back in San Diego. My dad was really good at it. He took the care of it and he built a really nice customer base as a result of that. But my point here is larger than that. It is like hire the window cleaner. Don't ignore him or her when they stop by your office and try and get you to do business with them. Clean your damn windows. If you're going to go around now, you're going to look at businesses and especially restaurants. There's nothing worse than going into a restaurant 
and sitting down to eat dinner and looking out at the view through a window that's filthy. That disrupts and degrades the entire experience of the meal. Just as my experience of the pool every single morning at the gym is degraded in significant ways by windows that are filthy. Because it sets, first of all, it's just not very pleasant. It, it just affects the environment that you're in. But the second thing that it does is it starts to make you wonder if they can't find a way to clean the windows regularly. And by the way, pick the weeds out in the parking lot. Where else are they cutting corners? Is the locker room really that clean? Is the little swimsuit, you know, ringer outer thing that I put my swimsuit in every day to ring it out after I get out of the pool? How clean is that thing? How clean is my locker? When was the last time they actually wiped this place down? These are not questions you want your customers asking of themselves when they frequent your business. John Ashworth, Johnny Renaissance. Signing off for now. Be sure to become a subscriber here on theashflash.com. And if you are a small business owner out there and you are looking for the slight edge, please get to work on the little things that matter. Take care, everybody. John Ashworth, signing off for now. Theashflash.com.